Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, friends. It is Blaze, and I am here on the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast, getting ready to talk about having grace with ourselves, giving ourselves some leeway to just have our experience. Last week, I was talking about how we have assumptions about what's going on in other people's minds and what it means about us. And I guess, you know, I could record a whole year about that because that's what it is to be human, isn't it? Is to have assumptions about how everything is about us and everything is filtered through how it affects us. And we don't really have a good handle on the big picture in life. And I think that is why it is so important to remember that and to allow ourselves to be easy on ourselves and on other people, recognizing that our nature as people in these bodies, living our lives, being busy, doing stuff, in relationship to other people, we will always perceive our relationship to other people and how what other people does affects us. And it's interesting because that's most of what we perceive. I don't know that we often consider how much what we do affects others. Or if we do, we get really neurotic and weird about it and we get almost self-punishing. Gosh, if I do that, I might interrupt somebody and then they'll be mad and I don't want that. So I won't do that. That's also not great. And interestingly, that kind of thought and behavior is also still centered on us. And we don't see it that way. Because when we're doing that, what we're trying to do is predict what someone else is going to do and head it off so that it doesn't affect us. <laughs> so it still is coming back at us and how, how everything happens to us. Oh my gosh, it's so silly being alive sometimes. And it's joyful and it's really fun. I'm in that zone right now. Where I'm like, gosh, life is crazy. What a ridiculous ride we're on. And here we are getting to enjoy it. And everything seems like it's all about us, but it's actually so huge that almost nothing has to do with us. We're just, we're just here. We're just here. We're in the movie. And each of us is the star in our own film. Yeah, Shakespeare had that right. <laughs> Everybody is the star of their own play. Ah, oh, so how can we find ways to let the pressure off of ourselves and to find ways to laugh at ourselves when we notice that we're getting all caught up in it and how dramatic everything is and everything's out to get us and why aren't things working out and what can we do to make it better? I think this is also tough. There is the idea that if we work harder or do something, there's something we need to do or be that is the magic key that solves our life and makes everything go well from then on. And we all know, really, like, that's a fallacy. There's no way ever you just do one right thing and then your whole life is solved. Then you die. Like, there's nothing else to do. Why are you here? <laughs> so what it actually is, is we just happen to be here and we're doing the best we can and we're enjoying the ride or we're not enjoying it, but we're living it. And good things are going to happen and bad things are going to happen. And we're just here to experience that. And of course, we want to experience more good things and we want to 
leave the world a better place. Like we all want to have that impact and raise things up. It's just fascinating. You can go down the rabbit hole of like, what does that all mean? And why even bother? But there's also the, what does it all mean? And isn't it amazing? Oh, I have a lot of wonderment today. I hope it rubs off. Enjoy that. <laughs> oh. So I've been, of course, involved in raising my daughter, having my marriage, coaching people, living my life, having neighbors, planning projects, doing all the things that people do, driving, commuting, having opinions and feelings about being on the road. Oh my goodness. And how can I have peace and grace with these situations that I find rile me up? Let's talk about the morning commute and how frustrating that seems to be for me on an ongoing basis. And why do I care so much? It's just, I ask myself that even as it's happening and somehow I still get wound up. I'm like, I wish these people would go faster. Oh my God, that guy's cutting me off. Holy shit, does that person want me to die? Like what the hell's going on? And sometimes I think if I just could go faster and get around these people, life will be better. And then I've realized a long time ago, that's never going to actually be the case. Getting there a minute ahead of time really probably won't change the fact that I'll still get there. And I'd rather arrive in one piece. So then it's the judgment of the other people that are doing the thing that I used to do. Isn't that always the way that you then see other people racing past and being angry and honking to get past the same line of traffic that everyone's stuck at in the same flashlight flashlight. Oh my God. Traffic light that everybody is stuck at. And we think we can be superior. I, I will get like, ha ha ha, you stupid person. What an idiot. You got stuck at the light too. <laughs> Serves you right. And it's like, why? Why do I need to gloat at that person or wish them ill? And then there it is. It's just, it's what's happening. And it's what comes out my mouth and swear words are happening. And my poor kids in the backseat, mom, you said a bad word. Oh my God. I love that she feels that the F word is friggin'. You said friggin'. Oh my God. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> if only she knew. But there is something laughable about all of this as well, which is recognizing that I am just having human emotions. We all get frustrated. We're all going someplace we want. We want the world to just support us and do everything possible to help only us. And it's very easy to just not see anyone else in that situation as anything other than a prop or a story point or whatever, getting in the way of what I'm trying to do. And yet everyone else is, you know, they're either doing the same thing or they have something else going on. We have no idea. And it comes back to the assumptions, right? Like I assume that they all could be behaving better. I assume that they have that capacity or that they know, or that I know better. Honestly, like my hugest assumption is that I'm, I'm the best and I need to get where I am and I know what I'm doing. And that's not true. I have to concede, like I might not be the best at anything, but I'm there. I'm just plugging along like everyone else. So in those moments, I attempt to be more kind to myself by taking a piece of my awareness and like zooming it out of my car or whatever and looking down and being like, you know what? You're just another human on a stressful morning commute. The weather isn't the best. People aren't the best. Everyone's having a rough day, but you're making it here you go. You're going to be okay. What can you do to make it more pleasant? And I like asking myself questions like that because it really does refocus me back where my mind does best, 
me, 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 me. What can I do about my life that's so freaking important right now? And answer that question. So I do. And I'll be like, oh, well, right now I just need to like change what song is on the radio, slow down, look at that squirrel, like whatever, maybe pull over and park, maybe speed up, just whatever's in the moment and become again, more present, more calm and more connected to what's going on. Oh. <laughs> and then I think, how can I be more graceful for my kid? Because she definitely has even less experience dealing with this stuff than me. And her emotions are often much more close to the surface. It sounds like mine are always at the surface. And I think for the average adult, they probably are. I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy read. It, no one's ever confused about how joyful I am. Like I just dance around like an idiot or how frustrated because I get grumpy and stomp around like a jerk. Like it, it's just there. I exist. And then I created a mini me and I get to watch it all over again. <laughs> so how could I have the same um, leeway for her? And I do. It's interesting with children. It's like we create this infinite patience that we would not have for ourselves, but it's showing me how to have it more for myself to show up for her going, oh, she's just a person who hasn't really experienced this before and she's upset about it. And it is frustrating. And to be able to both empathize with it and uh, give her another option or give her something else to focus on or just confirm that. And I actually have found that validating our own experience is such a key to feeling better. It really is. It's like, if we can do that for ourselves, our lives are going to be a-okay you can show up and be like, yep, today is a piece of crap wrapped in a wad of old gross gum covered in fuzz that was in the couch. Today sucks. And you can be there with that and admit it. There's relief in just not lying to yourself about it or trying to sugarcoat it or make it better than it is. And then you can go, well, maybe it actually isn't that bad. Like genuinely though, not lying to yourself about it or trying to convince yourself it's better. It's like, noticing what's there and explaining it to yourself, how you see it, and then going, maybe it actually doesn't have to be that bad. Now that I've seen it that bad, now it doesn't feel that bad. So it's getting better. And that is, that's something that happens. There's a natural tendency for whatever we acknowledge and give attention to, if we're not doing it to magnify it, if we're doing it to just accept it. When we show up in that way, things seem to automatically lighten up a little bit and become a little easier to bear. And then you're with that experience. And then that also lightens up. It just seems to be a very gradual, but very natural pathway to lightening things up and feeling better. And I really appreciate that more and more as I live my life, as I get older, as I'm raising my daughter and she's getting older to notice that it can be simple I do not need to complicate the fuck out of my life. And I certainly don't need to do that to hers. And I can notice more often when other people in my life or just people in general are getting amped up and they're, they're doing the thing where they're flogging themselves or creating more drama around something that they don't like. And notice how that actually does amplify it. And there's, mm, it's so easy. Like we hear the platitudes of don't focus on the negative. It just makes more of it. And we all hear that. And it's annoying as hell. There's a difference between telling someone that and actually learning how to do it. You can't just say, don't, don't do that. None of us can say, don't do that and not do it. 
I think it's why I like approaching it the opposite way. And I'm like, no, let's just really go there. Let's really go there. Not to amplify it, but just to sit with it and observe and notice where I've got my assumptions and my stories and whatever, and how that actually is feeling right now in the moment. And just concede that, yep, it's a shit sandwich and it sucks. And then from there go like, ah, okay, well, from here, though, I'm kind of bored. So I'd like to do something else now. It's amazing how fast our minds will do that. They'll be like, okay, now that we've accepted it, we're not trying to fix it. We're not trying to change it or tell ourselves how right it is. We get bored really fast and move on to something else. And it's glorious. So I highly recommend it. When you get caught up in something, you recognize that you're getting amped up. If you can, just this once, try to just say, I accept that this is the piece of crap moment that it is. <sighs> yep, it's still pretty crappy. <sighs> Be with it. Be with it. Notice that you're kind of bored being with it, and notice that you then drift on to something else, like maybe something to do or improve, like you start to get inspired about what else you can do, which is pretty awesome. I highly recommend it. And I'd say, ah, appreciate yourself for being human, going through all the things that humans go through, because we're here to feel all of it. And we do have all of it. And we don't have like the high highs without the low lows. Hopefully we don't have too many of those. I kind of enjoy skimming along the general like niceness. And it it's fun there. I hope that you have more time feeling happy and delighted and appreciative and just seeing the things that are going right and really recognize that your mind is there to notice what's going wrong and just not, don't give your mind too much power. Allow it to be there and tell it your job is to observe. How awesome that you can do that. Thank you for checking this out. I appreciate your analysis. It does really seem whatever it is. Ah, let's go play. <laughs> Friends, I hope you have a wonderful week and that you do find something delightful to occupy your time, your mind, and your heart this week. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.